I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. All right, good morning. It's Monday, March 9th, 2020. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 11 of What Do We Know? I'm Dan Brosco, along with my good friend... Dave Geller. Dave Geller, happy Monday. It's a great Monday, great start. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we're struggling with the time change. You know what I mean? You and me or your, or you, your family? The collective. You and I, we're struggling. I am still a little groggy. Last night, there were four Broskels up at uh, 2, 2.30 and 3 in the morning for no particular reason. And, um, you know, that's great. And then I went to bed at 3 and woke up at 5.30, so I'm, I'm killing it. That's a critical mass of Broskels. Yeah, it's the majority. I actually went through, it was pre-time pre change, um, fell asleep early on the floor or somewhat early next to my younger daughter, and woke up at 3 in the morning with my brain whirring like yours probably is at 3 in the morning. And luckily, I saw on my Facebook Messenger a message from my, our friend and yours and mine. Mark Bornstein. Mark Bornstein from London. So I, so I, <laughs> I messaged him back. And at the time, what's the time in London? When it's, it's five hours later. Yeah, well, actually, it, well, the time change is probably... Four, right? They don't change when we do. I think. Yeah, I think we have seven, seven. So I messaged him back, and, yeah. and he's and he said, you know, we were talking a little bit. He's like, "What are you doing up?" And it was a nice, a nice uh, conversation. What did you say when he said, "What are you doing up?" I I just told him what I just told you, exciting information, and then we had a nice conversation <laughs> via Facebook Messenger across. Has the he pond. developed the British accent in his years in London. I can't tell from from the, from Facebook. the Facebook. You can't but, tell. Uh, but no, it was, it was nice to catch up, and that if, if anything comes from this podcast, it's it's our relationship with Mark Bornstein, which has been rejuvenated for me and, and uh, created and, and for you. Created the spark is the spark is live, <clears throat> spark is live for me, Mark, from Brockton, Mass. Right, if I'm not exactly, mistaken. Exactly. Yeah. From Bro Brockton to Brandeis to Great Britain to Great Britain. Great Britain. Yeah. So maybe we may, maybe we can do a remote thing with him. And, uh, yeah, the next stage of this is like have us have a call in and recording, which is going to be like next level. Well, actually, the next next level is going to be us getting an intro, um, which you are going to record today, hopefully, and then lay, lay over some uh, some music. So that's going to be even more exciting. And then next, 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 next level is when we hit iTunes, which will hopefully happen pretty soon, which will be really awesome. So many levels. <clears throat> so next much level. time. So much time. So, um, Dave, we had a nice weekend before the clock change. Did some Tales from Hot Yoga continues, I think. Oh, that was awesome. That was a full room. That was a great room. And that was... There was a good 20... Three, I 20 think. people in that yeah, room. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was you know, germs and, 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 and pandemic be damned. We're just throwing caution to the wind there in the hot yoga, right? Yeah, I think I think sweat is probably as effective <laughs> as 60% uh, alcohol in your hand sanitizer. Well, that. plus there was the small matter of the gigantic gentleman next to me that wasn't wearing a shirt and breathing really heavily. Yeah, he was in good shape, but I'm like, this is a little intense for yeah, me. Yeah, looking at you two, it was like looking at that, like a Schwarzenegger and DeVito and twins. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Am I the leftover crap? Because that's what DeVito was <laughs> in Twins, if I'm not mistaken. That's a direct quote. Oh my no, gosh. That was, no, that was a good, good class. Jen taught a nice one. Um, and uh, I could see you in the back, you know, really pulling some good poses. It was nice. Yeah. Um, well, I told your wife afterwards. I, I'm, there are a couple of very challenging transitions on in that class, and I kind of. I realized in the moment why it was really good and challenging, and I appreciated the fact that she was trying to get us to do that in sequence. And then I woke up Sunday, and I was actually a lot more sore than I usually am after yoga, so I feel like it was a successful, successful, uh, successful class. Yeah, so. it's a great balance. You you want to work hard, 
but you want to enjoy it. Um, you want to, you know, I think, you know, tap in emotionally yeah. and physically like you and I, it's, it's a good workout. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't want to joke about the, the medical reality of coronavirus. I just want to say that um, it's a little bit interesting that in my people I know, so I know the woman who's a school counselor in Wellesley where the kids were sent home on Thursday. I know you, Dave, who are certainly aware of the Board of Health issues and stuff in Lexington. I got a call Saturday night about what was happening in Bedford with a parent that was exposed. I feel like somehow I'm sort of intersecting these different webs of uh, what's happening in the community. So, you know, here we are on Monday. Like, who knows what the, car, the what the week will hold? I have a kid that was supposed to have a bar mitzvah in Israel uh, in the middle of April, and now they're not going to go because Israel's quarantining folks flying over from the States. So a lot of uncertainty. I want to tell you, Dave, I'm feeling pretty good about things. So appreciate all of your help and, and forward thinking and planning. So that's, I my, appreciate that's it. my last word. No, it's a lot of stuff. And, you know, if we look back and look forward, it's, there's a lot of evolving information and where we're going to go with this. And, yeah, you know, we will call it what COVID-19 now, um, call it what it is. Yep. And, you know, we're going to navigate this uncharted territory. And I expect and but I hope that we all will be fine. Amen. I'm with you. Um Another shout out to one of our listeners. I, I was driving over to the secret location that we're recording in today, and I saw our good friend Lori Alper running. Lori Alper, how did she look? Jogging Lori was, down the Lori was jogging in a, in, a, in a bright sort of magenta pinkish jacket situation. I'm like, way to go! So, way to get the uh, the run out of the way early. But it will be 71 today, Dave. So maybe that a midday run would have been a midday run would have been better. No, I'd rather do an early morning run before it gets too hot. You know. Yeah, I'm with you. Before the Florida sun hits. The Florida sun. You know, when you go to Florida, you want to get out early before yeah. it gets too hot. I don't, I don't, well, when you go to Florida. Last time I was in Florida was probably, I you know exactly when it was. It was the, the month before we moved to Bedford. So it was it was right before Passover 2007. There we go. When's the last time you played Pepper? <laughs> like actually Pepper? <laughs> I've, I've, been in, I've been caught in a rundown before. Um, so we have a couple of things that we want to hit today. Uh, we want to revisit the compression discussion. Um, I want to talk about um, beef jerky, actually, from a nutritional perspective. And I want to hit up some potential soccer rules changes that are being piled, piled in the Netherlands. Um, I also want to talk about a couple of legitimate things. I want to talk about five finger shoes. I want to talk about Ghostbusters. And I want to talk about the word aggregate. So what do you want to do first? I lost you at, it's Monday, <laughs> March. <laughs> Monday, March 9th. You, you, um, and you, I'm sure you, you have some you, ideas you too. You lead, I will follow. I was talking about compression because we, we hit the compression situation last week. Like, are these clothes really good for you? Compression gear is a $6.6 billion business. And what does the medicine say about compression? I did a little research, Dave. I'm sure okay. you have also. I, so what do you think no, uh, the research says about compression? You know, or what do you know it says, right? I'm sure you know more actually, than I, I do. Well, right? I'm, I'm going to throw it back at you. You tell me what you know, and we'll go from there. Okay. okay. The research shows that uh, when you are exercising, the effect of compression is not strong enough to enhance performance, but it absolutely assists with recovery. Bam. That's what I've learned. And the thing is, like, my Facebook feed, like, they know me. All I see are, like the new running gear compression ads. There's a new one called Zensa, which features like, I'm sorry, beautiful models wearing like the socks that all the runners wear. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm looking at them because they're quite striking, but like it's really for recovery, not for performance. Does that mesh with what you understand? Yeah, I would say, you know, yeah, I think that performance, no, I do. F yeah, so I think recovery, but, but if people think about recovery as just after, 
exercise and before yep. you know then that's not recovery it actually it actually helps with recovery probably with the way it does compression and um you know increases blood flow and warmth or gives you support um and that helps you recover better yep. but it probably does not help you yeah you know, overall perform better i would yeah so i, I would agree with that yeah, so I mean, they market they market the uh, you know, Under Armour use things like you know you're going to increase muscle power, you're going to go further and faster, you're going to optimize performance, and clearly they're making money, so the marketing is working. Um, and actually, no, I, this is a, and I got this from an article from the UK. The, the, the margins, the the profit margins on uh, compression gear is like forty six percent. So the companies are making almost fifty percent on the compression gear versus 40% on the regular sportswear. So it's a money maker for these companies. So they're going to sell whatever they want to sell. But really, it's about recovery. And it's funny because I never wear compression stuff after the workout. Like I take off the leggings and the socks and like and, and that stuff uh, when I'm when I'm home in my pajamas. So maybe I should be doing the reverse, huh? Yeah, you know, I'm. but I'm thinking too, like I, I, I actually do not wear any compression gear right um i sometimes I just give myself a big hug before i run that's always nice <laughs> um, self-compress self-compress um squeeze my cheeks together um the you know the types that i'm familiar with that uh, to me aren't really compression and i and i'm blanking on the name but the ones where almost there's bands in them yep. that that give you some support specifically in areas of your body like i think i mentioned when i had actually torn um I forget what muscle it was, maybe a hamstring years ago. I got you tore a hamstring. I think I might have pulled a hamstring. Um, I think I that? might have. Yeah. What were you doing? I was running, lunging, um, <laughs> and I was wearing comp- these tights that had these. Yeah, and these are progen, and I have to, I have to remember what they were. But they were had specifically like these areas that would give you support in, in like in your hamstrings, I think. And those actually were helpful. Um, yeah, I'm not a big believer in like those overall, you know, just compression everything yeah. um but then, then there's the whole thing with it with the the uh, kinesial taping the, the oh yeah the cool you know? tape you put on things and i asked jen about that you know like really because everybody's doing that you see everybody sure see, high know, school high school kids doing it everybody's yeah. doing it but talking to her and because she's done her she actually does her, her own taping for this she there's a lot of good research on that and data if done correctly um and it's probably not always that complicated to do if you know how you how to tape and, and you know how to assist your muscles with that um but if done correctly it can really help um prevent injuries and um not maybe not performance it wouldn't help you with performance specifically but it helps you uh you know we you know with injury prevention um or if you have an injury to keep it from getting worse so that to me is is is, is a different form of compression yeah, well, the, the, the Nike just did a study. They put 20 runners on a treadmill for half an hour, 80% max, and then it did fatigue tests before and afterwards, and they found no difference uh, in the levels of fatigue between those wearing compression garments and those wearing normal uh, normal, normal stuff. But the recovery thing, I think, is well-documented. Um, so I would say, you know, buy what you want to make yourself feel, but there's a placebo effect for sure. If you think you're going to be faster than you probably will be. 100%. Um, but, you know, physiologically, like, it's really better for recovery. So I guess this, this is my note to myself, um, you know, wear that stuff after exercise, you know, not during, and maybe it's more beneficial. There's a lot of information on yeah. socks, right? Running socks and um, from, you know, runners in the know that yep. certain, like really socks are important, for example. Yep. And, and going back to that, what you just said is, is I've run in, no, I've, you mean you've run, what, what's the most minimal that you've run in when you've run for footwear? Uh, the five fingers. Yeah, I've yeah. never been for like in the street a couple yeah. like seconds. Yeah, here and there, but that's about <laughs> and then it. you pick the shot of glass out of your big toe. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can tell you, like sometimes I feel like I'm running better. Just going back to what you said about you know the, the mental aspect, I yeah. feel that I can run better in 
like you know um uh, higher level socks running socks versus you know just my the regular socks i might get tj maxx or marshall's which everybody's you wearing. do huh yeah i do feel i do feel that hmm. yeah so there's definitely a mental aspect and yeah. if it makes you feel good yeah but that's the marketing behind it all right yeah i would say yes it's about the mental aspect um did you ever take creatine back in the creatine heyday of the of the mid to late 90s when Brady Anderson hit 53 home runs after having the creatine all the college kids did it when you were probably in med school remember so, that so you say tomato I say tomato I, I call it creatine um, <laughs> sorry you're probably yeah, right uh, but I could be wrong um, I'm sure that you're right so what do I, I ever take it that's a um, when it first came no I've never taken creatine yeah and when it first came out Everybody was, ooh, don't take creatine. It's it's bad for you. It's uh-huh. it's um you know it's a um it's a supplement that you shouldn't take. Uh-huh. But as the it's actually a very safe supplement if taken correctly. And there were people when I was do in people the gym, still take that. Stuff? I think it's pretty much. Still I think it's been twenty years since I've heard anybody take. Yeah, creatine. I mean there were all these. You know, when you're in the gym, all the stuff that gets gets thrown around with you know taking this, taking that, yep. and and, oh, and this helps you retain water, so it makes your muscles bigger. Well, that was creatine. It was that's all water weight, right? You were that's what the arms were, were huge. But you know the the sports medicine association or whatever it is years ago came out with a positive statement on creatine, saying that it is actually um, it, it's safe to take. If taken correctly, you don't want to take too much of it yep. because um, it, if you know it's a high protein load, it could affect your kidneys. It also there's some side effects like GI side effects if you take too much yep. of it. But it actually was is shown to help. See, with weightlifting, it's really not that helpful for what I understand. But for it's been shown to help in fast twitch exercises, so things yep. like sprinting, things sure. like um, crew. Um, so I think just your general weightlifter, yeah, it's fine to take. Yeah. I don't think it's, a, but it's. I don't think it's. It's a. It's a make it or break it. There's so much stuff out there, right? That's another. That's another conversation. Yeah. There's so many supplements out there, and what you can take to help you uh, get stronger, bigger, faster. Yeah. Um, when I was that age, really ninety nine, <clears throat> ninety nine, took it. I was taking like omega three pills and like potassium. I go GNC by the crate. I put on twenty pounds. Like over the course of a year, I was pretty. I looked pretty big, but it probably was a little bit artificial. It was because it was creatine so and omega, water. Omega three weight. Yeah. So no, when I met my when wife, were I, was, I was that? when were you doing that? Junior year, I was. I weighed two. I weighed two fifteen when I met my wife, and I was pretty like pretty strong. Um, so there yeah, we my, go. In my max, I was two ten. I was two ten. How much weigh right now? Uh, one ninety. Really? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I'm a little soft and <laughs> I'd soft say. Than What's wrong with you? What are you fifty two? Uh, the um. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, omega threes. Yeah, I can't say. Yeah, I've I've dabbled in that a little bit, but not 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 yeah. for not for lifting weights. Uh, do you eat jerky? Do I eat jerky <laughs> or make jerky? Do I make jerky? Eat or, or eat make jerky? jerky? Well, I bet you don't buy because of the, because I, of the kosher situation. But like, it doesn't, does does like smoked and dried meat interest you? I in any love sense? smoked fish. I love smoked. I didn't salmon. say I didn't say smoked. You you know, smoked soft. Meat. I meant like jerky. You said meat jerky. I, I want do, the jerky. I do not and have not ever eaten jerky. What do you know about it? What do I know about it? Yeah. I know that it looks at me from its its shrimp <laughs> wrap package you from the from, from the Cumberland Farms it, rack. It judges <laughs> me in the, in the um, checkout line at Stop and Shop. No, I don't know a lot about it. It's probably got a little. It's 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 meat. It's it's smoked. It's salty. It's wicked salty. Um, some people just love to chew on it. And tell me more. I mean. When I was a kid and you were a kid, you it's had like, actually meat. The beef jerky is packaged in a compression package, probably. Right? It, it is absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, that meat's really recovering before you eat it. 
<laughs> compress this jerky. Um, but when I was a kid and you were a kid, it was like Macho Man Randy Savage had exactly. Slim Jim, right? But now it's, nice. it's, it's literally going to be a $6 billion market in the States. Like, who knew? Who, who thought that, like, the dried preserved meat seconds would become a $6 billion business? And why do you think that is? Why do you think people are into jerky right now? Country music? Not because of country <laughs> music. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's protein. Protein. It's, it's not fatty. You can throw in a lot of like uh, keto and paleo stuff in there. Oh, like, there oh go. yeah, meat, babe. Just grab some meat. Non some. And oh, yeah. I think, I mean, I think it kind of tastes good. So I've had, I actually, I have, I've had salmon jerky. Yeah, sure. They saw that. I don't like that one. Disgusting. Though. Yeah, kind of gross. Yeah. I mean, who who saw that one coming, right? But I'll, I'll roll, I'll <laughs> Macho roll. Man Savage. I'll roll through and grab like the venison, like salt and pepper venison. Really, mm-hmm. really good, actually. But it's like, do I want to have like a meat bar? <laughs> like does that sound appetizing like here i, I can see why like, grabbing a, a cliff bar but like, have have a meat bar just but again like in the, in the age of like hey we're just gonna snack on the run oh, like you grab on. you grab a power bar you grab a little venison you're like okay i got some protein i got some you know carbs and i'm just gonna rock so that, as long as you hydrate alongside it right? concept and someone's gonna steal that or it's already been done right, right. a a meat based cliff bar <laughs> No, they sell those now. That's like crazy. walk through the aisle and like look at what look at the bars you can buy. Look at the variety of jerkies that are in the I mean, it is exploding. And like I'm 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 doing it. No, but I thought you can buy a shape. That's the thing. No, like, like a bar no, shape. Make like a, like a they sell a two a two ounce like it looks like a, a little bit smaller than a chocolate bar, like a rounded comp- compressed pile of venison salt and pepper for one ninety nine. So if I'm like running through Whole Foods, again, sorry, Whole Foods, I'm grabbing like an alkaline water, which you'll mock me for. I'm going to grab like some kind of strange protein bar, which is on sale for the week. And I'm going to grab some venison jerky. I'm going to say, hey, healthy snack, which is probably all in my head. Huh. I'd rather just have... <laughs> I don't even know where to go with it. Yeah, go with it. I'm just what thinking, are you thinking? I'm just thinking like I'd rather just have like a, a kosher hot dog off the grill and you want well, that. Well, here's a great question. Like, what's Is a hot dog full of nitrates and crap yes. better for you no. than this like organic grass-fed compressed jerky? That's, that's the value proposition, right? I'm going to wager perhaps... The jerky might be better for you. I've had some dogs that were really overcooked, <laughs> and they came out, we came all out like jerky. <laughs> actually, we, we years ago back at back at the Dice, we went to a, um, a Patriots game, and and we had a we you know we we cooked out before the game. We yeah. had two grills going. We had the kosher and the non kosher grill. Sure. And uh, your, your one of your um, acquaintances, a young man that we called Scoots. Sco- or Scott Gladstone. Scott Gladstone. Shout out Scott Gladstone. Yeah, if he's listening, Mike Bornstein is. Um, just giggled to himself. He overcooked the the um, kosher dogs, which were Did they like explode. And we ended up we ended up saving one of those bad boys, <laughs> and it was it was <laughs> stuck to the wall of of mod thirty three at Brandeis, oh where, God, where we where we lived. Do you live in the mods? Lived in the mods. Mod thirty three. Live on campus. Lived in the mods, and that that mod was an amazing place with lots of writing on the wall, broken eggs on the ceiling, kosher dogs, overcooked kosher dogs stuck there as well. People would actually sign the walls when they came to our party. It was like a thing. If you went to one of our parties, you got what? to write something on the walls. How actually, are you not like kicked off? Of oh, it's good stories around that. So yeah, that's the, no, I, I I never lived off campus. It was always uh, campus housing. Speaking of writing on the wall, Dave, snap trivia. What was the writing on the wall from the Book of Daniel? Remember the four words? Oh, uh, no. Sorry. Mene, 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 tekel, ufarsin. How about that? Um, <laughs> Dave, do you like the movie Ghostbusters? The first, the first one, one yeah. yes. Is that like in the canon for you? 
in terms of like all time, like the Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't know what Nick Cannon is. Oh, he's some. He's a. He's a host. So, uh, <laughs> is he, him and Mariah Carey, I think, uh, were hanging if out. You together. say so, man. If you say so. Is it in the canon? It's it's a movie I I've enjoyed. I wouldn't. Someone if I was if I was at the gym on on the elliptical and I was done on the elliptical, I would not stay around to finish up. Dude, um, it's not a gym busters. movie. It's a movie that you watch whenever it's on. No, it's no, that's what I'm saying. It's not a movie. It's not. It sounds to me like Goodwill Hunting or you watch Shawshank, Goodwill you know? Hunting, a gym movie. No, 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 no. What I'm movie? saying is, is, is if, if I just flipping through the channels, okay. If we still do that, flipping through the channels, um, and I come across Goodwill Hunting. I will inevitably want to finish it. You know, really? it's a great movie. It's a great there's movie. There's some dead scenes in that movie. Though. Yeah, I'm just saying there's some good movies. I can think of others too. We won't go down that path, but go, the answer is Ghostbusters is a good movie. It's some great scenes. Um, I don't know if it stands the test of time. The whole movie. Blasphemy. No, but this is this is part of the pantheon for me. Really, I have a specific reason I'm asking you this question. But I mean, I just want to say that there's some all-time scenes in that movie. When Rick Moranis has the giant slur scene with the thing on his head, that's incredible. I mean, there, there's, there's when you know. I mean, I could. I'm not going to keep. Just going. give me one more because you don't have me yet. Okay, so what the this? Well, the reason I'm talking about what the the when they arrive in the hotel and they see the first ghost and he gets slimed and they yep. gets slimed. They go to the ballroom yep. and he takes a tablecloth and whips it out and he goes, "The flowers are still standing." <laughs> All time. All time, Bill Murray. All time, yeah. Bill Murray. All time character. Well, the reason I'm asking you because speaking of walls, this is just something I'm I'm observing, uh, and this is like, what do I know? I mean, I see kids walking through halls a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And especially, I love when the little kids walk like through hallways and they just like lean against the wall and like slide along it with their shoulders, like they're holding up the whole building, just like lazily walking down the hall. And we just joke about like, oh, here comes another one, like leaning against the wall and then one kid said that i'm just sliming down the hall oh i like that and i'm like it's like ghostbusters getting slime so my, my new term is like the kid that's walking through the hallway at school or the pediatrician or bedford kids club that's just sliming down the hall leaning into the wall real slow not in a hurry just taking his time taking her time going from point a to point b and it made me think of ghostbusters which is of course dave sorry not sorry one of the best movies ever made do you was that do you think that young person's reference was to ghostbusters or like a slug absolutely not just like it's like that's what they're like oozing lazing sliming just their way down the hallway in no particular hurry like nice good very nice how often i can't happens all the time all the time every day little sensory I want um, you to watch kids walking down the hall I will and like observe how many of them just kind of like hanging out holding the wall up holding the building up with their shoulders it's I, really I will I will come to school observe the kids check it out dude um, sliming down the wall and then get promptly get escorted off the premises yes you will who's <laughs> that I don't guy? have a proper name tag or identification oh my god um, can we revisit something that you talked about last week sure I want to revisit Joseph in the Tepta Color Dreamcoat yes sir tell me what's the story I wasn't about the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Your favorite story was about like oh, Joseph yeah, yeah. and Jacob yeah, and yeah. the Dreamcoat and the brothers no, and, and the, the brothers and, all... and the weeping and the and the and the hallway like. But you've seen the play and the, and the music and all that. I assume, right? Go go go, Joseph. You know what they say? I know this music. I've never seen, seen the play. Get out of here. Yeah, get out. Then we can't talk about it. Okay, well, no, you can because I can. No, it's, it will be. I mean, I don't want to talk to myself. No, no, I'm listening. I want to talk to you. Talk. Well, t- what's your what, what's your what's your uh, uh, segment? I'd like here? you to become more familiar with Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. In seven days, I will. Um, what I would say you should not do is watch any of the movies that were associated with that play because they're all really bad. Which movies were associated with? Them? There's a couple. There's like there's like the Donny Osmond I think version. There's another version which is just really bad. Well, Donny Osmond was in the. Play. No, I'm very aware, but like don't don't watch, just listen. 
Okay, for the music. So that that's that's the that's the take home. Joseph and Technicolor Dreamcoat. Don't watch. Got it. Just listen. How about just read the the story in the, in the the story is uh, pretty short in the, in the Bible. Can I ask you another snap preview question? Please, you're not going to get it. What was Joseph's Egyptian name? Ah, uh, I do know, but I don't. Safnat Panea. Uh, and what's his wife's name? Osnat. Yes. Or it says in English, Asenath. A S E N A T H. Exactly. Not so much. That'd be um, a great name. In the back of my basketball shirt. Osnat. <laughs> no, the other one. Yeah. These, these are the, the Hebrew names that don't sound good in English. There's a lot. There's a lot. Osat, Osnat, Nimrod, Dikla, Nimrod. Shita. I'm like, no, oh, yeah, we're yeah. not doing that. I've also like stopped naming things as I have um, finished procreating. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I, I had to process that one. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, another thing happened this weekend. What happened? So... Bas- basketball continues for the Brasco children. Uh, 11th grader continues to the to the police league finals. 8th grader continues to the third round of the playoffs. And then 5th grader lost yesterday in the playoffs. And when I say it was a heartbreaking loss, and I have, I have coached sports and, and been at sports, youth sports for a long time, but never seen a team just like to a girl like weeping hmm. after a heartbreaking loss. And it was very touching. They all took it really personally. They hmm. left their hearts and their tears out on the floor, but a gutsy effort lost by three to a Brookline team that was not playing very nicely. Um, but they didn't back down, competed hard. And a shout out to our good friend Dave Venuti uh, and our other good friend Dave McGinnis, who coached that team and uh, did a great job all season. Did Venuti play any music during the halftime? Venuti did not play any music was during McGinnis, the halftime. McGinnis, but was he doing any dancing on the side? There was no dancing. I can see him swinging. But those he's hips. very tall, as you he's know. Tall. He's, he's a tall. He's tall, dude. He's a dunk master. He's a pretty good guy. Great coach. Great coach for those girls. Two questions. There. One. Yeah. Um, actually made just one question. What was the score? 18-15 final, not a high-scoring game. What was that last game you just mentioned that was like 2-0? to zero? There was a game. So it's funny. The, the previous game, because there was like a, a, a quadruple header for the playoffs at Watertown yesterday, yeah. the game before was a team that we had beaten 8-2, to two, <laughs> which somehow beat a team that we lost to earlier, like 20-12. to 12. I'm like, how did they score 20 points? They scored two against us in a whatever it was, 32-minute basketball game. But, uh, you know... In some ways, I'm, I'm very always very glad when seasons end because there's a nice break between basketball and spring sports for most of the children, except for the oldest one. Um, how how is the other team not um, nice? So I can give you sort of three examples. My daughter is a little feisty on defense and fouled the girl, and the girl turned around and said to her, "Stop bothering me!" After the foul, like, and then the very next play, they got tangled up on a jump ball and were literally like rolling on the floor and like. The girl kind of shoved her very aggressively, and then my daughter got upset. And then that same girl, towards the end of the game, when like we were down three with 10 seconds and there was no way we were going to win, some girl on our team took a foul shot that missed by like a lot, and the girl like laughed out loud. <laughs> and to the coach's credit, he's like, get to the end of the bench. I'm like, thank you, coach, That's nice. for calling that out. So, That's I mean, nice. I'm, I'm picking on them a little bit. Like, we did not play well. It, they weren't, to a girl, very mean, but it was a contested game. And inevitably, when these games happen, if you if you know basketball, you can't press until the last two minutes of the first half hmm. and three in the fourth. And then when you're under a certain age, like that just leads to a bloodbath. And like kids don't know how to breathe the press and they're running into each other and nothing good happens. And it was kind of like that. I'm like, oh, boy, this is just painful to watch. And everyone's getting just a little too intense. So, you know, sad ending, lots of tears. And um, 
it's okay. So I find it's I just with, at this start of this um, discussion for basketball, it's the police league. It's interesting to me that the names of these different leagues. When I was younger, I played at the Y, and yeah. it was called Biddy Basketball. Biddy in my first like in, Bitter, Biddy like Bitterford? Biddy like, Biddy. I'm not sure. <laughs> Biddy basketball. Biddy basketball. I think it was Biddy basketball at the Y. Yeah. In my first year, I played on a team, and I think the team's name was. Uh, it might have been Reed Paper. Reed Paper. And Todd Reed, you might have met him at Maddie's Mission last year. Good friend from Possible. high school. Possible. Great guy. This is a different um, Todd than Todd you saw last night. No. Yeah, the yeah Todd Reed, who was uh, good friends with my wife and I. Is at, his middle name school. also four letters? It is not. <laughs> but his father was the coach. Uh, great man, Mike Reed. And four letters again. At the Y. <laughs> and I've, my mom saved. I remember this. My mom saved every box score from that first year from the from the Lewiston Auburn Sun Journal, uh, which the box score of the Biddy Basketball. Biddy Basketball was in. Is, is, they were in the. I might still have them. They were in the. Um, they were in the paper every week. How and many teams were in the league? Probably like ten. What team? And and, and where were they? You get like t-shirts. Oh yeah, we had. I might have to. I, like hickory tank Hoosiers, tops. What'd you get? Yeah, we know. I had like these great, like you know, like um nylon like tank tops. I, and still have one. I might still have one in my. You have drop. the Edward Little. I'd have Edward Little t-shirts. You got to have the Biddy basketball jersey. But I have. But somewhere. I was just thinking about this low-scoring game, right? Mm-hmm. That was eight to two, oh and, which makes me smile. I probably would have laughed at that game. No I'm sorry. Obviously. Um, no but I have. I remember looking at the box scores years later, and when I was in high school. And I realized I scored for the entire season. I scored two points, both which were foul shots. It was a great season. What a career you had in <laughs> basketball! You were like two for twelve from the line. <laughs> like My other memory was sitting on the bench and and and, and complaining to uh, Mr. Reed that someone from above, because people could sit, you know, above you. And, and this these courts were so small, right? There wasn't there was like one little area to little, sit, little band box, yeah, yeah, above us. And I could have sworn that someone was spitting on me during the whole game. Possible. But it turned out to be a leaking pipe. Oh, uh, that was like a note about anti-Semitism. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, that's a good basketball memory. Well, that's, that's, that's just one. That's just one. I have um, some more. but Well, the, well, the police league, I would just say, um, an upset in, in the other bracket. So our good friend uh, Sean Kenahan lost at the buzzer in the other semifinal. So James will be playing uh, um, Michael Staines and Jesse Collins and a couple of the kids that you might know in the final on Thursday. And I'll actually be able to exciting. make it, which is nice. Because other news from last week, we have given four finalists to uh, the superintendent search, which will be publicly announced tomorrow evening at the dun, school dun, committee. Dun. You have four finalists, but you can't re- release the names yet of these No, finalists. can't release the names. Uh, I will say, you know, it was, it was very clear to the whole committee who the four best ones were. Um, there was not a will to whittle it down to three. Um, so we'll bring four forward, and then we'll be spending... Uh, I think four upcoming days with all day site visits, uh, the candidates to Bedford, uh, public meetings, public interviews, and a choice coming by the end of the month. So who makes the final decision? On school this? committee, yeah. So a majority of the school, the school committee, committee yeah. which is how big? Five. So five of you vote on this. Yeah. Div- and I will say it's going to be a really. I mean, these are all exceptional and very different candidates. I can't wait to be able to share more um, with our listeners and with the community beginning uh, tomorrow night. But it, look for your, um, check the Bedford Citizen and the Bedford Minute Man. You'll see it all over Facebook and Twitter, I'm sure tomorrow night after the meeting. I'm sure there's already an article ready to go. And um, uh, fascinating candidates uh, from diverse backgrounds. And, and I can't wait to talk more about that. And, and, and just kudos to the committee, excellent job. And it was, a, it was a 17-0-0 vote on those four. It was very clear who we liked, which was just a great testament to everyone um, being on the same page. So that's very exciting. So there's five of you on the committee? 
five on the school committee. And where's the 1700? The search committee. The search committee, oh, which oh, recommended oh, the finalists with 17 it, people. 17 of you on the search yeah, committee? Yeah, it was a little bit big, but again, we all came to the same conclusion, which was good. That's crazy. Well, again, we want to have a lot of representation. You want to have parents and teachers and administrators and central office folks and, and principals and folks from all the schools and parents with kids of all ages, which kind of helped me out. Um, uh, our good friend Lori Alper was on that committee. Uh, well, yeah, and, and, uh, really, really, really pleasant and uh, engaging work. So. Did you guys all hug it out afterward? That's crazy. We kind of celebrated. High fives. I mean, I think there was a concern that the meeting would take a long, long time to pick the finalists. We were out by 840. So hmm. I'm like, hey, let's go to Red Heat. Um, and then I went. Follow and my wife, me. And I'm like, nobody else went. But it was fine. just you. I was so <laughs> sitting tired. at the bar. Me and Elizabeth got some uh, got got some good snacks there at the end with of the Mr. Day. Seiky. Uh, did not see JJ. Shout out JJ. No, he was not there. He should be there. Um, sometimes he is. Is it majority vote for like? For yes, it's got to be three. So it's got you know three of the five got to concede. And yeah, I think um, like we like to be unanimous on a lot of things. I, I know I, I just don't know how this is going to go. Right? It might be very. Uh, interesting, you know. Cool. I look forward to hearing the update. Yeah, I'm, I, they'll be jealous. It's going to be a tough choice, and I have to really take some time thinking about it because I don't know what I want to do right now. I would go with um, candidate three. Candidate three. three. All right. Well, C. with no additional comment, yes. Um, I'll just say to you, sure. Like whatever, whoever get, comes out, we'll we'll, we'll call candidate three. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Another funny thing that happened to me. Um, do you know what the word? You know the word aggregate. I do. Or aggregate. I do. Yeah. So g give me definition like aggregate uh, or aggregate. You're me seem so not smart. I'll give you the context, right? So in the, well, I, I can give you a definition, but give, give me, me the context. You give me one. Give me the give. So Liverpool update. They lost, right? But then they, they, they but then they lost in the FA Cup on I Tuesday. I just want to say, yeah. I'm going to say that I had a young man in the office last week wearing yeah. a soccer shirt. Yeah. And I said, I'm sorry, but can you explain to me the way this all works between the World Cup oh, and the Champions, this, yeah, no, you know, in in the European and the this league and then that league, and you no, know, he educated me. He gave me a quick bam, bam, bam on it all. I'm not gonna. This wasn't Bronson that was wearing a soccer jersey. It was around not the Bronson <laughs> in his compression shorts one day. He came <laughs> um, that's a great sight. Good uh, man. What, what soccer jersey was this young man wearing? Uh, oh, it was yours, baby. It was LFC. Liverpool FC? Yeah. What Was it a red one or a white one or one of the funky blue and blue. black ones? I think it was blue. With like the weird checkered pattern? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. It was pretty cool. Was there a number on the back? Yes. Give me a name. I'll Sala? Take... Nope. Firmino? No. Milner? No. Allison? Gesundheit. No idea. I forget. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, Liverpool won yesterday, uh, Saturday. So 27-1-1 with three wins. They're going to lock up the league or four wins. They lost the FA Cup on Tuesday because they fielded an embarrassing lineup at Chelsea. So shame on Jurgen Klopp. Um, and big match this week uh, against Atletico. So the reason I'm telling the aggregate story, Dave, is because in the Champions League round of eight, I think that we're in, or maybe at 16, it's the aggregate score that goes through from the two matches, right? So they lost one nothing at Atletico, so they're down 1-0 on aggregate. Yes. And if they win at home, um, you know, if they win one nothing, it's it's 1-1 one, one on aggregate and we go to penalties. If they win 2-1, to one, they go through on aggregate 2-1. to one. If they win 2-1, to one, yes. they lose, even though aggregate is 2-2 two, two because Atletico will have scored an away goal. Huh. But the, the reason I'm telling you this is not to teach you the math of how to advance, but because yesterday I was working with somebody who said the word aggregate because yes. he thought it was a foreign word about the score. I'm like, 
do you mean aggregate? Aggregate. Aggregate. And then he got really embarrassed. I'm like, I love that you thought that. And like, you're 12. What do you know? Um, but I really love the aggregate. Aggregate. So I'm going to start using that. I'm going to start throwing that word in there. Aggregate. And I threw the word aggregate into our podcast from Wednesday, but I forget in what context. I was just listening to um, Mr. Roboto on Spotify. Why? Uh, short story I'm not going to tell and <laughs> it just time. reminds me of aggregate arigato aggregate there you go well I mean if you didn't know what the word was and you saw it you think oh it's an Italian word that they use in soccer it's maybe just maybe just pronounced that way yeah so Dave you're familiar with the rules of soccer right somewhat yeah so um, soccer is the, the professional soccer is 140 ish years old and there are not many rules can you think of some famous soccer rules don't use your hands. Don't use. I like that one. Don't use uh, your give hand. me a couple other ones. Famous soccer. They're basic, right? Give yeah, me some offsides. Other. Offsides. Great. What else? Um, um, throw-ins. Throw-ins. Thank you for saying that one. Okay. But I see a lot of um, mistakes on throw-ins. Yeah. Um, I mean the flamingo. The flamingo. Yes. You got the one leg in the air. Oh yes. Don't beat the flamingo. Um, a high, uh, dangerous, dangerous kick. Yep. You sure. Know? Got some cards. Yeah. Um, don't punch the other player in the face. Okay. So in in, uh, in the Netherlands. Yes. You're gonna. Mess around with some rules. All right. they're, te- they're testing five rules. New they're rules. They're change soccer. Um, starting with the youth league, just to see how it goes. So they're going to experiment with a few things. Uh, and if you've played futsal, or maybe you and your girls have played futsal. Jason right? did. So yeah. when you play futsal and the ball goes out, you don't throw it in, right? What do you do? You just kick it you in. You kick it in, right? Yeah. So they're going to experiment with a kick-in. That's great. From the sideline, as opposed to a throw-in. Love that. Okay. They're going to allow you to self-pass on, to freak, s- on free kicks. No. So on an indirect free kick, you can sort of pass it to yourself and kick it, you know, which is interesting. And cool. Um, they're going to experiment with, instead of a card, you can give like, hey, a taser, two-minute penalty. Like in hockey. Like, hey, hop off the field, young man, for four minutes because you made a dangerous slide tackle. Great. Okay. Love that. Um, unlimited substitutions, which I actually do like. I don't like the three substitution rule, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, that's very much high school. So you can sub yeah. in, you can sub out. Uh, and also pure playing time, which means the clock will stop when the ball is not in play. And it'll be a true clock. There'll be no guessing about, oh, is it, are, how many seconds are left? Are there really five extra minutes? Is there an extra minute because a sub comes in? Like the clock will stop and we'll go to 90. And then 90 means 90. So he's a genius. These are interesting. You can imagine like people who don't like change. What? And this is starting like in youth soccer in the Netherlands, not in the pro leagues. Hmm. Um, but I, I'm into some youth of that soccer stuff. in the Netherlands has running time. No, they're going to try with they're going to try these things. Yeah. No, but in high school, like I youth soccer or whatever, your youth soccer is not like like You're right, it is timed. Exactly. Yeah, you can see on the scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, and I, wait, I'm, I'm Bedford, not super familiar with too. Don't they allow you to use your hands? Oh yeah. You can use your hands, you can kick people in the face. Um, <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to wear shin pads. Hey, that kid's feisty. Great. Get her off you the court. Throw, you can throw elbows. <laughs> it's wonderful. The girl from Brooklyn would be really... A pl- no, I'm just kidding. Um, so that's just cool, right? Let's try that. That's awesome. But my, there's going to be a revolt on that. My favorite, I mean there's a lot of talk about like in the age of concussions like there should be unlimited subs but then like can you like simulate that you're actually injured and it changes the strategy and i always thought that three sub thing was a little bit strange but i mean i'm not really a soccer expert I just watch a lot of soccer maybe when someone you know feigns a flop whatever they can the ref can just point them and say faker 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 then you get on with well there play. was a yellow card given in the man U man city game yesterday for a simulated dive which was absolutely uh, called for so shame on you 
I forget who it was that dove in the box. They should after they after they do that, they should stop the stop the the game. Yeah. Replay that on the screen oh. for all the fans who then either thumbs up, thumbs down, vote on gladiator the, style, and then they kick the person <laughs> off. Like boo. Well, the game was at Old Trafford, and it was a Man U guy that got the card, so they would not have voted him off. Man U. So Man U, big big derby went over Man City, which helped out Liverpool. So two nothing Man City lost, which made me. Are very there any angry. colleges that are called Man U, Man University? That's, that's I'm a great sure name. there are yeah. somewhere. Derby. Derby. Not Dar- derby. Spelled derby, pronounced derby. derby. Is it really? Yes. Not, not unlike your friend Kirby. Do you have any, friend, any friends named Kirby? Do you? Have you ever had a friend whose first name was Kirby? <laughs> no. Have I know, you? I know someone whose last name is Kirby. You're saying first name. I know, but do you know, you know Kirby? I'm going to say no for the fourth time. No, I don't know anything hey, about Kirby. that. <laughs> what? Hey, Kirby. Brosco. Oh, my God. Um, other than Hot Yoga Dave, you have a good, any good fitness stuff happening since uh, I saw you last? Um, not really. You know, running. Actually, I went for some runs. Actually, some runs. Went run with ran with you last week. How oh, we didn't talk about that. That was crazy. First time since February. Yeah, I'm still recuperating. That was a nice run. Yeah, it was nice. Nice, nice pace. We talked. Went through the woods. Went through the woods. Talked about podcasting. Yes, we did. Hit up the new boardwalk on Davis Road in Bedford. Very nice. Which I've actually run somehow three times this week after not running it for a month. So shout out to the boardwalk. And we passed someone. When we were running, and he we, was walking on the board. Passed, we passed him. <laughs> Remember that? He's like, you may proceed. And that young, yeah, I was there yesterday, and people were really uh, out and about because it was a nice day. So I saw, I mean, I was running yesterday around noon. And I Like one of those days when I get honked at and waved at by like 10 people, and I recognized about one and a half of them. So if I saw you or you saw me on Sunday and beeped, probably didn't realize it was you, tell me in person. Me? No, I mean people. Who, like, <laughs> I are listen, I'm sure everyone that drives through Bedford is listening to our podcast. Um, so I, if you Wanted if you haunt him yesterday in some of those cars, uh-huh. I think I saw like a red Jeep Wrangler, which and is we Dave's were, favorite car, and a few other things. I don't know who that was. I'm just gonna wave. No, when I run with you, it's like it's like a, a flock Stop of geese it. because it's just like Brasgo. Eh, 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 people actually put it on their horns in Bedford instead of a beep. It goes, "Hey Dan," or "Braz, Braz." And who's, sure, the, who's sure. that? Who's that old dude running with you? Who's drafting off you? That's Dave Geller. Yeah, up the headwinds heading northwest <laughs> on Davis Road on Friday. Who's drafting off your ham hocks? Uh, sure, but yesterday was a beautiful run, and uh, and today was not so bad, right? There we go. Um, Dave, what else, man? What else is going on? We've got a big week. Anything happening this week besides this communal crisis mode about coronavirus? Not stuff with that? Not really. Just still catching up from. Purim. I was yes, Purim tonight. You want to tell me what want to tell people what Purim is for the uh, for the uneducated or un, un, unenlightened? Um, briefly, you can correct me as I go. Um, it is a story of um, the Jews triumphing over someone who wanted to destroy them back in the the Persian city of Shushan many years ago. Evil man named Haman. Uh, um, which, when you hear his name, you make a noise like that, or you just push your the horn in your car and it goes brazi. You know, and the 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 Jewish people were saved basically by a a wonderful woman named Queen Esther, um, supported by her cousin Mordechai, um, and the King Achashverosh. And it's a big celebration. Actually, it's a really big festive celebration. Um, And and what what does that celebration look like? It's noisy. It's raucous. There's alcohol involved. You read the story. You listen to the story. You make a lot of noise when you hear um, this name of Haman, Haman. a lot of costume revelry, some drinking, yeah, to uh, to enjoy it more for different reasons, um, and lots of good deeds associated with the with the holiday. Lots of good mitzvot. 
Is there a good deed other than sending baskets of food to your friends and, and gifts to the poor? Um, those two. Those right? two. Right, those those are good go. deeds. Plus, um, hearing the Megillah reading. Hearing that the is story. true. That's also um, a, a, there's a, five mitzvot a porum. Is that true? Yeah. I, you're teaching me something. And I'm, but I'm blanking on wow. the other well, two. Well, those three are a good start. Wow. Yeah, are you going to be wearing your green blob costume again, full body suit, or what are you That's doing? That's a tough one to wear. Now, now I realize when I did the, the green man suit, which my friend David Landis and Brian Cutler often would wear, is you can't see well through that thing, through the because I, unless I wear my contacts, and then it's still kind of blurry. It's like looking through a face mask. So what, what costume are you going to rock? No idea. No I'll, idea? I'll get it done. You're going to be uh, Inspector Clouseau or Dick Tracy? No, nah, that's, 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 too, that's too simple. <laughs> that's, that's too simple. simple. got to go for it. Yeah, usually um, our, our friend David Landis dresses up as a uh, a woman. We'll see if that, that happens. That's always He's a beautiful woman. He is. A, he actually has got a down pat. Um which is yeah. <laughs> God bless. Yeah, he's perfected the God bless him. Um, but so Purim, Purim, yeah, man, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Purim, of course, means lots because lots. the lots, the date on which the Jews were to be uh, destroyed, was determined by the drawing of lots out of a bag, which is whatever today is the. What month is it? Adar. Adar. Oh, it's Adar. Yeah, Adar. it's on the 15th yeah. of Adar. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, I was in, uh, in in Jerusalem once on, on, on uh, in the uh, on Purim, and uh, some people take the commandment to have a good time very, very seriously. So I was with some very fairly observant rabbinical types who were just a little bit out to lunch and in, out of sorts, um, and I was like, okay. Uh, I'm gonna take it easy. One, the one that that Passover, that Purim in Jerusalem, I dressed up as like the guy from Hellraiser, and like went out with like oh my, my god, face. it was a picture somewhere which I'll pull I think in I for you. I saw that. That's scary. My, well, like I just shaved my head, like my face was all like drawn on, like a like a, a tank top on. I'm like, let's just, let's just go do it, right? That's crazy. This that is some, take, we, at a future date, we scary movies. Some scary movies. I'm out not there. into scary movies. Me neither. I hate them. So then, what do we I talk avoid about? Avoid them, but I I only know some of these images from just the previews. I've never seen these movies, and Hellraiser is one of them. Interesting. Yeah. Is, no, I don't want to. Do, we're not going to do the scary movie uh, podcast. Yeah. Okay. The five mitzvot of Poor Oh, nice. Ah. Thanks, buddy. You should <laughs> this is very meta. Yeah. You should hear the Megillah, the yep. story of Esther. Sure. Um, you should send Mishloach Manot or yeah. gift baskets. Yep, right. You said that. Yeah. Um, the festive meal. I feel okay. It's a festive right. meal. Um, giving gift to the and then the Matano Levinim. Yeah. Giving gift. Levionim, I think, is what you're looking for yeah, there. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's one, two, three, four. I think that's five. But Oh, anyways, that's great. Well, there's, but there's no like festive meal. I don't remember the festive meal as maybe. Well, maybe is it a mimic of a Hashverosh's feast when he? Probably not, because that didn't end too well for Vashti. By the way, um, <laughs> that's um, a good name. Do you remember the, remember the Eagles quarterback Randall Cunningham? Uh, very do. well. His daughter's name is Vashti. Real, and she is a very talented high jumper. Perhaps she's even an Olympian. Really, no joke. Hundred percent hmm. true. And my dad is a native uh, Philadelphian and Eagles fan. He was a big shout Randall to, Cunningham fan. Shout out to Kevin Fudge, right? The, my, our friend who you've seen this picture when he he was he was a Philadelphian and he, and he went to the um, Eagles uh, Patriot Super Bowl. That should send that picture. He was in, when the I Eagles won. That he was the happy, That was one of the greatest happiest moments in his life. And well, it wasn't very happy for us. on his face. Oh, it's coming down to the wire soon, right? The Tom Brady. Oh yeah. Well, we we that's. I mean, every podcast I listen to is about Tom Brady and. Uh, you know, all bets are off, man. All bets are off. Every podcast you listen to. Well, not every, but I would say many um, are talking all about all about that. Um, I think it's funny. Happened. I was talking to my, I saw my good friend, you know, Todd Katz from- Todd um, Katz. Shout out Todd Katz. Brad, Brandeis, great man. Hopefully he'll be on. Hashtag MetLife. 
he's the bomb executive vp of metlife small, small the small man teams. the man's flown in the blimp the man's been in you know front he na- row he named the stadium yankee stadium <laughs> interesting stories he can tell he was just telling me um a couple of things is one um they have a huge involvement with the um players the, cha- the players um pga um, sure. and they've they've pulled out um their uh, the, they're not attending the function this year you know this huge thing because of the yeah. covid 19 the other thing he told me he actually played me two minutes i have to hear more his son jonah who's an amazing young man his uh, middle child um who's a freshman at college i think he had a podcast started a podcast when he was in high school he and Todd were talking about, you know, what things Jonah could do, you know, because he's, you know, what's he good at? He's really good at interacting and talking to people. And he started this podcast in high school. Yep. And basically, I forget the name of it. I have to listen to it more. Where he would interview a student a week. And they would just talk about, um, you know, school and yep. teachers and other kids. Yep. And it was real. it became extremely popular um, at his high school until the um, Todd and uh, and uh, Jonah's mom, Cheryl, got a call from, uh, I think, the principal nicely saying, we can't tell you what to do or how to do it, but could you just stop maybe... Um, Podcasting. You know, just be positive about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story. Uh, hey, free speech, right? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're the living embodiment of free speech. Um, other things happening uh, this week. I want to... Oh, I'm playing soccer again a little bit. <sighs> I think I'm playing indoor soccer tonight at Davis. Really? So wish me luck. I'm and then I'm, I think I'm going to try to start playing on Wednesday nights outside now because the weather's nice. And, you know, I had my little, my toe back on the water of soccer the previous Friday on my wife's co-ed team. And I was like, wow, I suck. Um, so I want to I play some more. So I'm going to try to get back out there with, on the, from the soccer perspective. So how was that? You know, you, you, you're in decent shape, right? How was that getting out there and doing a different you, exercise? It's, it's not just different exercise. So it's kind of short bursts and sprinting. It's like, it's like playing basketball if you haven't played in a while. Like you're running back and forth. You're out of breath. It's like, oh, my body remembers. So I would say the first shift, I was like, nope, forgot everything about what I'm doing. I turn around. There's no space. And then as, as I played more, I got a little bit better. You, is it indoor? The field. It was indoor. Yeah. Um, and it's indoor with boards, which is also very different. But I'm like, oh, right. But then, um, you know, I made some good passes, put, put, put my foot in the ball, took a shot that was not on goal. Um, and then I said, did I embarrass myself? She goes, no. I'm like, okay, be honest. She goes, no, thanks. Um, but my wife rules at soccer, so she's playing tonight. Were you, on the, same, were you on the same team? Same team, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and there's some guys on the team that are really, really good, and that's not me. Um, <laughs> but I have not played soccer like in any sense for like three years and i never played growing up so this is like i got to figure this out on my own so we'll see yeah. how it goes do you know how, do you know how to play soccer like do i know the rule like what do you well, mean I don't do you play you, you never played soccer well i mean for a couple years i think you know back in like 11 12 13 there's a bunch of guys that play um at lincoln field at dawn yeah yeah and i played like a couple days a week like six 6:30, and i was i got you know for me i thought i was playing really well um getting better at certain things and then that kind of like hit a full stop once the kids got a little bit older and we had more activities but i, I would like to play more things in general um whether it's softball or uh, or soccer um you know basketball is hard because i just find when i play basketball everyone gets really like i'm awesome and <laughs> i'm not nice so i played in an adult league i'm like i don't need to deal with this aggravation yeah. i just like have fun um, but that that's on me. So whatever. Were you when you played that f- indoor soccer for the first time? Did, were you out of breath in like a minute because you were so excited? Uh, around, around the around? third shift, I walked out and all of a sudden I'm like, I, I my mouth is like sandpaper. Like what, yeah. what happened? But it's also like really dry in there. And I'm not, I'm not like <laughs> I'm not like 
prehydrated, but I got over. I'm like, I, I'm like, I can't breathe right now. So make sure you drink water and moisturize. Yeah, thanks. Moisturize. Thanks. But no, we had, uh, we had a good time. I had a good time, and um, hopefully we'll get more different kinds of exercise. Do you and Liz right? have like a like a little routine handshake with something, a chest bump before you start? You know, like LeBron and his his teammates. No, she's really cool, and I wanted to give her like the space to be cool and, and be like, okay, that's my husband. He's not he's not very good. You guys maybe you should pretend you don't know each other and that yeah. you meet on the court. But then I'll, I don't want, I don't want guys like hitting on her. Got it. <laughs> it's my assumption that every guy that talks to her is because she's cute. I always thought that. Like, That's not true. I'm like, what's well, partially true? And then you'll separate like, podcast. Separate like, podcast. That would be a great video. That'd be a, you, you might get a little feisty. Yeah. You know what? I'm all right. My wife's amazing. Um, nice. Yeah. All good. What else? Uh, we got uh, Bedford election this Saturday. We have town meeting coming up in Bedford. And if you've missed it, there's going to be huge, two huge articles. One is about the new fire station. Um, and one's going to be about accessory dwelling units. So there are going to be some fireworks. Uh, we're going we're to know too many details now, but like it's, uh, it's going to be a talk barn Accessory burner. dwelling units. Yeah, well, that article was rejected at, at special town meeting because they felt like um, too much was going to be permitted by right without a review process. Mm. I think this article will address some of those concerns, and I think will probably pass. This, the, the fire station is going to be very interesting. Um, they're trying to buy a building on Great Road, the TD Bank building. Uh, or take Formerly it, known as the Garden. Right. Or, or if needs be, take it by eminent domain um, because there's just no other property on the Great Road that lends itself to a fire station and a new one needs to be built. And um, I just think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a battle and I think it requires a two-thirds vote. And you know, just stay tuned for that one. A lot of articles in the Citizen about it. There's a two, uh, two tours for the public on Saturday so folks could see the Kurt station and understand why a new one needs to be built. Um, the proposal is a 30-year-old proposal to build a new one because it was too small 30 years ago. It's still too small today. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I think the eminent domain used to be called Storm in the Castle, right? They're gonna, yeah. It's crazy. We'll just yeah. take, we'll just take I think that. the preference would be to buy it. We'll just you know? take that. Thank you. I think the preference is definitely to buy it. But you can imagine, like, it's a residential street, you know, at the end. So there's there's a lot of issues at play. And people are really going to wonder, like, why can't you build the substation? That's right near you, right? In another, yep, another part of Bedford. Right near Bertos. It's it's right near it's our Bertos good friend, the Bertos Andersons. This. And Bertos I would probably it. suggest you that the block is not happy. Um and uh, you know what's traffic impact? Does what need to be built? Can't just put an ambulance somewhere. I think, you, I think that block should, fire station. The you know? block should secede from Bedford and create your own little community. Sure. Start um, digging the moat. Sure. Follow me to Reddy. Yeah. And this is also not secret. I mean, they, they looked at properties, you know, down near the the bus depot. They looked at properties across the street from my house on D'Angelo. I'm oh, like, yeah, wow, yeah. I'm glad that one wasn't chosen. Oh, yeah. Not in my front yard. Um, but you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, town meeting scheduled for two nights. I uh, might take three. God bless. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm thinking about, Dave. Well, I hope this podcast never ends. This podcast is going to end pretty soon because uh, <laughs> I have to go to work today. All right. um, uh, but it's going to be beautiful spring, weather, running, pandemic. I mean, a lot going on. Yeah, we'll hard see. to predict what's going to happen we'll see where between we are now week. and next Monday. Next next week, you and I will be all scotch guarded, bubble wrapped. Yeah, yeah it may be. And maybe we'll do a midweek pod from a secret location oh, again. You never know. Too. Awesome. Any parting words, Dave? No, these are great. Thanks for making the time once again, bringing me into your world. To my world. And you back into mine. Well, Chag Purim Sameach. Have great Purim. Celebrate responsibly. And um, and we'll check in later this week. All right. All right, guys. Have a good day. And we'll should go up later today or probably tomorrow morning on Lex Media. So enjoy.